art can mean different things to different people. For me, it's all about the joy of creating. So if you draw, paint, write, dance, sing, craft, play air guitar, or even sculpt using nothing but mashed potatoes, consider yourself an artist and join the conversation. For the next half hour, meet the artist, learn about their inspiration, and enjoy the beauty of creativity. Welcome to Art Talk with John Cole Artist. Hey, good evening, everyone. It's John Cole Artist. And hey, today is Tuesday, December 19th, 2023. Now, can you believe that the year is almost over and Christmas is right around the corner? And of course, New Year's in 2024. Uh, I don't know about you, but 2023 moved very, very fast for me. Well, tonight, I'm very pleased to have on my show, Tracy Wisnowski. She is the owner and operator of Your Cup of Tea, that's the letter T, Boutique, and she's based out of Western New York. Tracy, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing pretty darn well. Now, my understanding is, is you're not that far away from me, correct? No, I'm right upstairs. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. I knew there was something weird. I kept hearing footsteps upstairs. I'm like, who's upstairs? Oh, it's you. Um, Tracy, folks, is my daughter, and she was kind enough to join me um, tonight so we could talk a little bit about what she does, maybe how she got started and things like that. So, so Tracy, if you could... Um, would you mind sharing with our audience a little bit about yourself? Sure. Um, I am my, my little shop is called your cup of tea boutique. Um, it is my own personal branding. We do a clothing line with a, uh, major co uh, countrywide clothing distributor. Um, and then I also do little accessories like handbags, coin purses, backpacks, um, pens, things like that. Cute little fun things that you you find in like little gift shops and things like that. Uh, I started with the clothing. It'll be six years in February. Oh, uh, started as a way just to kind of get some play money um, and did it part, started part time with uh, while I was working for insurance companies, because let's be honest, insurance companies are not fun. Um, so I needed something fun to do. Um, and I fell in, lo in love with the clothing first and decided to, to join in on that. Um, and now it's become a way for me to get our fun money for the family we have since I've started, we've had two kids. Um, and it's a, a way for me to be able to take the kids out to do something fun. It also pays for anything for our pets, um, food, vet visits, that. So we're not pulling out of the main income for that, where I'm taking care of those little expenses uh, that sometimes uh, you don't expect that you need, like new clothes for the kids, because they are constantly growing. Um, I think we, that's probably the most expensive thing that we've got right now, besides our regular bills, is buying clothes for these kids that are growing so quickly. Right. <clears throat> Well, so, uh, yeah, that, that, that's it in a nutshell. All right. Well, thank you for being, <laughs> of course, that's not it. Uh, Christine's online. She says, hello, beautiful souls. And I think Christine is in the room that's right next to me. So this is a starting off as a family fair tonight. That's awesome. Um, so yeah, you said you got started about what, six years ago is what you said. It'll be six years in February. All right. And, um, remind me, and, and I know you, I think you just said this, but the, your idea for getting, for, for going down this road as a, as a business was just for some extra income. Yeah, some extra, extra income. Um, when I started, like I said, I was doing, I was the nine to five. It was insurance, mm -hmm. which is a not fun industry to be in when you have people, when you're handling the customer service side of things. Right. So you're getting yelled at and it, it, you needed something fun to interact with people where you're not 
they're not constantly complaining, where you're bringing some joy um, and being able with, you know, with all of my customer experience backgrounds between working in retail and customer service with insurance um, to be able to bring something pleasant and happy, make somebody feel, you know, excited and, mm. and beautiful with something that they've purchased um, kind of drove, drove that. And I started, like I said, I started doing this part-time. It was just something to do, you know, a couple, you know, a couple hours here and there during the week, you know, do some show up at some craft and vendor shows on the weekends, um, make that little extra money there. And it kind of exploded to the point where um, it turned into a full-time thing. Mm -hmm. The year before we had our son, Michael, uh, mainly mainly because I was let go from the, the insurance office I was in. They just had to downsize. He was closing up shop, just running solo on his own. And I was had been doing it for about two years at that point. And we said, you know what? you know, let's try it. I'll try it for six months solo full time. And if I'm not doing well, I'll look for something else. And it ended up that I was doing well enough to be able to continue that. And it actually worked out really well because now I can be home with the kids mm. and balance the, you know, balancing the, the business stuff and the family. And we're not missing any of those firsts that would may have been witnessed with by daycare people were, were able to get those full, you know, firsthand, um, and it really does give, plus now I'm able to bring the joys of those firsts into the community that we've cre I've created with the business, you know, so we've got a whole online community now of, of women who now enjoy being able to watch these firsts and participate, you know, be part of our kids' lives. Um, some of these, some of these ladies don't have, like their grandkids live far away or, mm -hmm. you know, they don't have kids and it gives them that ability to feel like they're part of our family and now they've also been able to, you know, this has also been able to help create that community. So now these people have friends that they wouldn't have met any other way. They have some women that they can connect with. So it kind of gives you that sense of accomplishment and joy right. being able to do that. And that was kind of the whole point, like bring in the extra income, yes, but also be able to help these people feel connected and a part of something that, you know, maybe they wouldn't have been able to do because of mobility issues or, um, you know, family obligations or this, that, and the next, you know, whatever reason, they still have a way to be able to connect with people outside of, you know, their immediate circle. And that, uh, that's another driving force now besides being able to take care of my kids to, but to also be able to bring these people together. Yeah. It sounds like that's probably something that's important to you as well. Right. Especially now that you have two kids, um, I could just imagine how difficult that would be. I know you have family in the area and of course you have us out here in Massachusetts, but, mm -hmm. um, you know, I, 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 having children can be, well, it is a full-time job. Who am I kidding? <laughs> right. That is a full-time job. Um, so I think that that probably lends well to your sense of community too. It does. It actually has brought, been able to have us get some friends for Michael. One of, mm -hmm. one of, she started out as a, is a we met her at a vendor show. She sells her her own thing, um, and then f come to find out, she's got two boys that are Michael's like right smack dab in between. She's got a four and a, uh, just turned three, and Michael's turned three in October. So now he's got two friends. We're able to. I've made a friend with her. She's local to me, and now he's got some friends. So it, it's building on that community, and now bringing you know the kids into the community. So it's it, it's an outlet 
for adult interaction because when right, you're with right. kids all day, it's constant kids, kids, kids. It gives you that adult interaction, um, but also gives a way for the kids to get involved too. So it, it's kind of like bringing everything full circle for us, which is great. Yeah, no kidding. Now, do you have um, as far as that the the you know that that sphere of influence, the the people that the community. It's it's not just local, right? It's it's all over the country. It's all over the country. We have, um, I just thought on you, but, um, there's when Lucy was born, one of the ladies lives across cross country in California. She sent us a gift for Lucy. Wasn't expecting it. She's she, because obviously my address is for ship for return policies on all of our receipts. Um, she sent a gift to us and said, this is for Lucy when she can fit into it. I'd love to see pictures. She sent a, sent her a couple of little outfits for her to wear Hmm. because she, you know, her kid, she's got older kids. They don't feel like they don't have, they, she doesn't have grandkids. So this was, you know, my kids are her quote unquote grandkids because she, she feels like she's part of their life. So, you know, just because I'm including them, like, Hey, this is Michael. Michael gets to participate in the business. We do uh mystery bags, Michael's magic bags. Every Monday he earns $1 because we, I pick the style. And then when somebody wants one, he gets to pick, I give him choices. He picks the the piece that they get. And then he picks the little extra goodie that goes in the bag and it's Michael's Michael's package. So he gets $1 from that. So, and then he uses those to get whatever he's going to get from wherever we go. So. Well, could, could we do a John's package so I get a dollar too? <laughs> <laughs> I'd have to work that in. I like alliteration when I'm uh, doing things. Uh, yeah. I don't know what Yeah, John's something. Yeah. Your, your sounds better. <laughs> sounds better. Uh, our friend, uh, my friend, Paula Wheeler's on. She says, hi, John. Thank you, Paula, for watching this evening. I appreciate that. And just just so you know, folks, this is going. This is really the last podcast of this year because uh, through the holidays, I'm going to take a bit of a pause, and then starting mid January, I'm going to start back up. So, so if anything, having Tracy on is my last person this year. That's pretty cool. Uh, so, how you know? Because you know, I I having retired from the Coast Guard three years ago, I've been struggling with trying to get my own business started. Now I know that your 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 business is has this affiliated organization. Um, but even with that, I mean, is it where I'm struggling is trying to figure out even how to move forward with something. So you're, you've, you're well established. And again, I know that you're affiliated, but was it difficult for you to do this or was it, or, or maybe sometimes I think I just overthink things. Well, I kind of lucked out when I started that because when I started, everything was Facebook. Mm-hmm everything's Facebook. It was either vendor shows or Facebook. We were encouraged to, you know, do customer interactions those ways. And I lucked out that when I was leaving a friend of mine, or when I was starting, a friend of mine was leaving. So she kind of gave me the ability to kind of pass off the people who were shopping with her. She kind of encouraged them to shop with me. Right. So that was somebody that she trusted. Mm -hmm. Um, Now only a few, like a handful of those people, are still shoppers with me, but, um, to build the people that are shopping with me now, it was just getting my face out there. Um, I've done, I've tried, you know, vendor shows I've done. Word of mouth is huge Mm -hmm. for me. Um, we've done, um, I've paid for Facebook ads for, for my business page. Um, 
that's driven some by the way i mean it it depends on if you can figure out your your, you know exactly what your target market is like for me Mm -hmm. it's a certain age group of women right um i try to target more towards like the moms because that's what the most relatable market to me is going to be moms right um but i try not to be exclusive to that um, so it's really looking at the options that you're giving you and trying to narrow it down. If you have it too broad, right. it's not going to work. It's like throwing a dart at, you know, the map of the United States and hoping you're going to hit Western New York and you end up in California. Like that's, it's too big. You've got to narrow it down, start small, and then kind of build out. Right. Um, I found that they work best if I target for the area closest to me first. And then kind of branch from there. Is that because um, you, is that because you do local um, craft shows? I do. I do right? more local events, so that's going to make it a little bit easier. They're easier for them to find me. Right. Um, the other thing is, is I and I have to get. I'm working getting back into this. Is doing a, an open from in my case a, a once a month open house where people can come and try stuff on, hmm. um, and I have a, a yard sign that says "Pop up open house today." Oh, you actually do that at your house. Yeah, I do it right wow. at the, we have a you know, furnished area in the house, so we do that. Um, that's why it's only once a month, because I don't want people traipsing in. Sure, yeah, yeah. It's planned, it's planned, it's organized, there's a set entrance, they come in, go out, it's not like they're traipsing, you know, going through the whole house, but making sure that there's activities for our, my kids to keep them from, you know, getting underfoot. Um, and it's only for a set number of hours. It's usually like 12 to three or something like that. And that right. that's it. Once, once, you know, 12 o'clock, the sign goes up three o'clock, it comes down. That's it. Um, just because we don't want random people showing up at the house at, you know, eight o'clock at night when we're trying to do bedtime. Um, so if it's not planned, but, um, but it's, you know, the biggest thing for me was, you know, word of mouth is huge. Um, we do, you know, trying to, get people interested in what I'm talking to them about. And honestly, some of it, some of the customers I've gotten for clothing have been come from people who have, I've seen at craft shows who've bought the other stuff, the mm. accessories, a little bag. So they're like, Oh, you do this too. Right. Okay. So let me take a look at what you've got. So, um, and handing out business cards, yeah, carrying business cards with you, for, for me, because it, it, carrying them with me all the time, because if somebody says, oh, I really like your sweater. Oh, I carry these in my shop. Here you go. Here's my card. Yeah. Look me up online. So that's huge, too. Yeah. Now, Christine writes, uh, do you only deal in women's clothing or do you have men's and kids also? I, in the shop, in, in the actual shop where I have my inventory is women's clothing only. Mm-hmm. Um, I have access to kids clothing. Um, the men's line was discontinued. Okay. Um, so I don't have that. I have like, I have a handful of things that are like unisex. It could be men or women. Um, but I don't have anything specifically just for men, but there is a kid's line that I can get access to. Mm -hmm. I just don't have it on hand all of the time. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's gotta be, um, I would think, and maybe I'm wrong, but, but even with the advertisements, the business cards, you know, the, the, the shows that you do and things like that. I mean, people tend to be, and, and like I said, maybe I'm wrong, but people tend to be very um, loyal to certain brands, right? I mean, like, I mean, at least it used to be the case where if, you know, if, if some kid had Levi's on, everybody had to have Levi's and then that became mm-hmm. the thing or Crocs, right? That's another one. People have these weird looking shoes that they wear on their feet, which in my opinion, 
no offense to anyone, if they're the ugliest things I've ever seen, but they become loyal to that particular brand, right? Mm -hmm. um, it is. I would it assume is. it's the same with with who you're managing or, or what. Yeah, it's very, it's very much the same. There's yeah. there's a stigma with pricing. Mm -hmm. Looking at that, like people are willing to pay so much because of a name brand, right. not necessarily yeah. because because of the quality, but because of the name brand. So yeah. it's there's a fine line between boasting and just trying to like sell something and to be and being honest as to why something is priced the way that it is. Right. Um, and knowing when to walk that line and when to just let it go is a huge a yeah. huge thing too. Like you've got to be able to read like it with me, it's got being able to read people while they're like, especially like a, like at a show. Mm -hmm. Now you go to a craft show, you're not necessarily going to expect to walk in and say, Oh, I'm going to go. Oh, they've got sweaters. Let me go ahead and I'm going to drop, you know, $50 on a sweater. You don't go to a craft show. Thinking, you're, you're thinking, okay, I'm going to go, I'm going to find some cute little handmade things that cost like two or three bucks. So it's finding being able to read people as to whether or not when they're looking, if it's something you should broach, Hey, you should buy this right now, or Hey, here's my information. When you're interested in, in hearing more or seeing what we have, let me know. Mm -hmm. So there's a fine line with knowing when, again, when to be good customer service and not in, you know, and if you're pushy. You've got to right, you've got to right. be able to walk that line very carefully because if you go too far to pushy for the sales, yeah, then you're, you're going to turn them off and they're that. not going to want anything to do with you at all. Yeah, you'll end up working in insurance again or something like that. I don't want to do that. <laughs> yeah, I, I totally get that. Yeah, I, I and I can see why you wouldn't want to do that. So uh, that's 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 neat. So I mean, um, so as far as. Whoop, I just heard somebody fall just to let you know. I think your husband has I it. Can, I can hear it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's interesting, folks, to do this within the same household like this is kind of interesting. Um, so let's see, I was what was I gonna ask you? The so your business, I mean, where do you where do you see it going, right? So you're you've been doing it for a while. Um, you're at that point now. I mean, I'm I know with the two kids, it does get challenging at times right mm -hmm. um but where do you where do you what's the next step for you in terms of of your cup of tea boutique so right now i am working on getting the website set up for the other items so i have one that's for the clothing mm -hmm. um, it's actually provided to us by my brand um I'm working on getting a separate one set up for the other items, like the, you know, the little bags and things like that, because those are, I, I'm deciding what we're offering um, and being able to um, get that set up to be able to say, okay, I have these two, if you want to take a look at them. Um, and <clears throat> I'm going to, I'm working on expanding that because once I have that website set up, I'm able to expand what I'm offering to people. Like, mm -hmm. you know, if they're looking not just like a little tiny bag, but like an actual nice, you know, leather bag, the, the duffel bags, you know, like carry on bags and things like that for, for that. Um, there's jewelry accessories and, and, and a whole expansion that I can do that I don't necessarily have to have on hand with me. I can, you know, set up and, and sync up with my, my source and have them drop ship to people. So that having that ability to be able to expand mm -hmm. um, without bringing more inventory in and without bringing 
um, you know, more additional work on my end for ship processing, shipping and entering in orders and going through and counting inventory and all of that, you know, stuff that in the back end of it, being able to expand is going to make that easier and a, a way for me to be able to help more people. Right. right. Um, and But also be able to bring in a little bit more income to help my family. So. Right. I, I think Christine, <laughs> Christine had asked you, did you say you sold accessories in addition to the clothing? I think you, you answered that. Now she also yes. asks, do you have a rewards program? I do. I have a rewards program with the clothing. Uh, it's all based. I, I kind of do it different than a lot of other people in my brand, just because I base it off of points. Mm -hmm. You can earn points. It's not just um, like based off of you purchasing. We have um, to kind of promote and build that community that we've been that I've been working on. Um, I have it so that you earn points based off of a daily interaction post. Um, and on Tuesdays, like today, we have extra interaction posts where you can earn up to a couple of extra points just for interacting with the, the group with each other. Um, we have a referral program. So again, that word of mouth. So if you, you know, your friend compliments you on your outfit, mm -hmm. you say, Hey, I got it from Tracy over here. Here's her website. If you join her group, then you get points and I get points and then you get extra points and it's tiered. So you can get free shipping for the month just by answering 10 posts that month. So not even the whole month. If you answer all of the posts for the whole month, you can easily hit, you know, the second tier, which gets you first look at new inventory boxes. Right. So everything I get gets shown to this a select group of people who are building the helping me build the community who are shopping. Um, they get to look at the boxes first and then everything else gets shown on our lives, you know, you know, the day the you know later that day or the day, you know, the next day. Right. Um and then even higher, like there's two other tiers you can get coffee cards. Um an exclusive gift for me is a thank you. Um, those, those last two top tiers involve shopping. So right. you get a discount off, you get, you know, you get the coffee card for me, you get an exclusive gift. Our top tier gets everything plus an additional discount off of another sale and a free item of their choice from a link that I send them. So there's four tiers based off of different point levels. And again, I try to make it as easy as possible because I understand not everybody can shop all of the time. Mm -hmm. Um, so I try to use, you know, again, being able to read people knowing, okay, it's Christmas time. I know you're not going to be shopping for yourself. If you're shopping for gifts, great. Let me help you with that. But I know that that might not be the case. So even just to still be able to get first access and free shipping, all you have to do is comment on some posts, which right. keeps my group active, helps other people in the group see the posts and builds the community so they can start talking to each other. Um, and that's huge. It is, you know, and it's funny, I, you know, for the longest time, I never really cared for, um, you know, companies in general that would use this type of point system or, you know, the rewards <clears throat> programs, right? Um, there's always the side of me that says, well, if I'm going to go buy something at the supermarket, why do I have to give you my rewards card? What, what's, what's in it for me? But I think realistically, you're, you're absolutely correct. I think if you're going to spend money on a particular thing, like, you know, your line of clothes or... Dunkin' Donuts or Tim Hortons if you're out in Western New York. Um, and same thing with my bank account, right? If I use my credit card to buy something, I get points. And and really, that's not a bad deal for the consumer because you're, if you're going to buy the thing anyway, and eventually you're going to get something in return that you hadn't expected to get, th th then I think that's a win-win, I think, for both sides because you're right. It, it helps keep that community and it also gives the consumer something 
a little something extra for their loyalty, right? Right. Um, let's see, Tracy, uh, not Tracy, Christine, I get all you ladies confused. Uh, Christine writes, if someone wants to become a retailer, where do they start? Uh, I think the biggest thing at this point would be to reach out to me. Hmm. Um, I've had two people in the six years ask me about being retailer, one signed up and then because she didn't really, it's really like listening to my guidance with that. I always, before I give people the link to sign up, I say, okay, this is really what is involved. Are you ready and willing to do that? Because there's taking the approach of doing it part-time like I started or doing it full-time like I'm doing now, but there's a, there is work. It's not one of those things where it's, oh, all I have to do is post it online. People are going to go ahead and buy it. There's work involved and you have to be ready to do the work to make it successful because there is an investment, no matter how big it is, there's an investment in doing this Mm -hmm. to get started. It's not something where you can say, okay, I'm just going to go ahead and say I'm doing this. And then it just all magically happens. There's there's work. But but, but you don't have to be a full-blown salesman, right? No, no. The biggest thing thing that they tell us when when we start is, you know, make your list of people that you know that would be interested, mm-hmm. reach out to them. So it's that person to person connection to right. get started. And then you have to ask that, you know, get them to do word of mouth. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, I kind of lucked into this when I started that someone was leaving. So I kind of had a small customer base to get started from. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was after the fact that I started what most people start at the beginning. So, mm-hmm. I was able to hit the ground running. I always want to make sure that when someone's going to start that they can do that, um, hit the ground running and don't regret. Like the regret is the biggest thing is starting something and then regretting that you did it. So the, the what I would say is the best way to, if they wanted to start would be to reach out to me and say, okay, and then I can help guide them to determine that they're really going to be ready to do it and then go from there and guiding on how to, um, get everything started. And then the nice thing is then I'm there to help them. Like, okay, now you need to do this step. Now you need to do this step. Okay. Now you want to make sure that you get this set up so that you're able to do the work that needs to be done. Do you have a space designated that you can do this? Or are you going to be working with this, you know, set up out of boxes and totes, like making sure, you know, kind of guiding so that they have the best way to be successful. Yeah. And I think that's probably, I'll be honest, you happen to be my daughter. Yeah. Check, check that box. But I'll be honest with you. This is this, it's very refreshing to hear this from, from someone that isn't, let's say an animal communicator or a life coach or, or in that coaching field, which is a lot of who I have on my show, which is great because they offer um, more of the, the, the humanistic side of our experience. And what's really interesting with your approach, Tracy, is that you're not just about the money. You're not about the paycheck. What you're really interested in or your motivation is, is building a sense of community is, you know, if, if people are interested, actually working with them so that they're successful, you know, and, and to me, that's the sign of a true leader because leaders uh, not only can do, but they can also take others and, and really, you know, promote them into positions where they can, be just as successful, if not more successful. And I got to commend you for that. That's amazing. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, Michelle's on. Let me see. What does Michelle say? She says, Michelle Sullivan, she's a friend. She was so helpful. Oh, this would, I am not able to read tonight, Tracy. (laughs) This was so helpful to hear how you manage a business 
and an involved mom too. And then Michelle follows up. I agree, John, she is a leader. Absolutely. I mean, you know, make sure that you always give yourself credit, Tracy, because, you know, you know your situation better than anybody else. You've got the two kids. You've got this husband that you have to manage. I don't know how you manage. I don't know how you manage Joe. It's just amazing. I think um, sometimes I think he manages us. <laughs> yeah. Actually, sometimes I wonder if he's not doing that, but, but you, but you have all that going on. You have some other issues that are going on on, you know, in your personal side and you're still able to sit here and talk to me tonight and really share with my audience um, how with just a little bit of kindness and support, people can be successful, you know? And I think that is so cool. And, and I think we need to have more people like you in the world doing the things that you're doing. And then of course, sharing what you're sharing because it doesn't really matter what line of work you're in. I think that underlying principle of being a good person and that's what you are a good person. I think that's really what drives or should be driving the world. So and believe it or not, we've already burned through our 30 minutes, Tracy, which I kind of figured we would. Um, do you have anything that you'd like to share with the audience before we part tonight? Mm, I don't think so. I think okay. I'm good. Yeah, we covered a lot of bases. Uh, hopefully, hopefully next year um, you wouldn't mind joining me again. Uh, I'd like to do a follow-up with you and we could talk a little bit more. Um, but thank you so much for being on the show. I really appreciate it. And if I'm not mistaken, we're going to be eating tacos tonight. So folks, I think we're watching, ready for some tacos. Yeah, don't be <laughs> jealous. They're going to be homemade. They're going to be amazing. Um, but like I said earlier, folks, uh, this is the last show for the year. So before I go, I just want to say happy holidays to everyone. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. And of course, happy New Year's. 2024 is probably going to be the best year ever. Because 2023 for me was amazing. 2023, uh, 2024 can only be better, but it can only be better if we really believe that it will be. And I know that I believe, hopefully Tracy, you believe, and hopefully folks, you guys also believe that next year is going to be phenomenal. And with that, I will say goodnight. Tracy, if you wouldn't mind hanging on just for a minute, that would be cool. Until then, see you guys next year. Thank you so very much for joining me on the Art Talk Podcast, where it's my goal to bring artists together to talk about their craft. If you'd like to join me for a conversation, please reach out via email at johncoleartist at gmail.com or by visiting my website at johnrobertcole.com. So until next time, keep crafting, painting, and inspiring others with your creativity. You make more of an impact than you know. See ya.